0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Facts or Facts podcast. Today we're breaking down the Memphis Grizzlies. And in my opinion, the Grizzlies are probably the most fun team to watch. I know, I said it. Maybe the most interesting team out there. If you look at their roster, they don't have any Playoff experience, they just don't They just don't have anybody that can come out there and say, hey guys, this is what to Expect in the playoffs You know, when we're down 15 in the third quarter It's not like the regular season Where you might pack it in and give up You know, It's time to turn on the Jets and let's Get after it, and they got guys that can get After it, they got guys that can put the ball In the hole, they have guys that can play Defense, but man They got a tough matchup Right off, right off the bat. I mean, and the reason I say they have a tough matchup is because matchup, man for man, those are important in the playoffs. And Patrick Beverly is not the greatest defender in the world. He's not. He's a pest. That's what he is. Is John Morant good enough to shake the pest? Yes, he is. And also, is he going to contain himself well enough over the course of, Five, six games against the exact same team to not go off on him because Pat Beverly has a habit of getting under your skin. I like Jaw a lot. I think he's amazing, obviously. He's so much fun to watch. I like Dylan Brooks a lot. I think that he's very good. I I think he gets overlooked because of what Jaw does. Jaw's a high-flying guy that also puts the ball in the hole, but he needs everybody's gotta have a wingman in basketball. I mean, look nobody has won a championship without a good wingman right and you can say well Giannis did last year Giannis had a team around him he had all-star in Chris Middleton on his team like nobody does it without somebody else like it just doesn't happen you don't have a singular guy win the championship and just they're that does not. Now, you can make it to the championship with a guy carrying you. Sure. Sure. That happens. That happened in 07 when the Spurs played the Cavaliers. Cavaliers had, I think it was the number two defense in the league that year, which is really funny because no one actually thinks about that. They had the number two defense in the league that year, and then they got to the championship game and they played three All-Stars, and they got smacked 4 nothing right out of the air, just like it was nothing, which honestly it was pretty funny because that just tells you about the east that year and how good the spurs were that year because the spurs didn't exactly moonwalk through the west and when they got to the what the best uh had the what the east had to offer they just basically smacked them all series long and there was nothing lebron really could do about it uh and so it just goes to show that even if you have the best defense if you have one guy carrying you Offensively, just doesn't work out. You need somebody that they can rely on. And that's why you've seen LeBron switch teams like 50 times. That's why you've seen Kevin Durant go to multiple different teams. Like, you just, you know that you need somebody. And like, Kevin Durant realized Russell Westbrook's not the guy that's ever going to win a championship as long as he's a starter on a basketball team. He's just not. As a six man, he can help you. But as a starter, he's never going to win a championship. And we've known this for a few years. Like the best shot that Russ ever had was that early on when they had him and Kevin Durant and James Harden all on the Thunder together. And then they played a veteran team in the heat and, you know, kind of got beat up. And the reality is, is that the Bucks have a bunch of guys. You have a lot of guys in the West that have multiple guys that can go. And the Memphis Grizzlies have a couple of guys that can go get buckets in Dylan, Brooks, and in John Moran. They have, you know, Jackson is okay. Like, he's more of just a, a, a running mate. He, he's not really a guy that's going to get you a bucket in a half-court set. And, and that's why I think his contribution this playoff run, if they make a run at all, is going to be defensively and not offensively. I think that if he gives you 8 to 10 points a game, you'll be happy with that as long as he gives you a really good defensive effort. But really, you know, past those top two guys. I mean, look, Jonas Valentinus is fine. Like, he's a fine piece. You know, you have, you have guys that can kind of get buckets. I just feel like the roster's kind of thin, you know? That's my problem with Memphis. Like, who are you going to rely on? Kyle Anderson, Grayson Allen? Like, those are the guys in the half-court set you're going to rely on to get you a bucket when you really need it at some point. Because at some point, Dylan Brooks and John Morant are going to have to go and get a breather. You know, and maybe at the same time. And the reality is, is like, who's going to step up for you offensively and really carry the load? They just don't have a lot of guys that can go and do that. They have guys that can run a system. Yeah, that's fine. The reality is, in my opinion, the Memphis Grizzlies will get out of the first round and make a playoff if, right? Finish the sentence. They'll make a playoff run if their bench doesn't blow leads or doesn't fall further behind than their starters are at the moment. That's it. Right? When the bench is in, you got majority of your guys kind of subbing in. And I understand the playoffs, you don't go front, you don't go nine or ten deep. I get that. Not every team. Some teams do, I suppose. But they'll make a deep playoff run if the bench can just sustain where they are and not fall further behind. Or sustain a lead. You know, if it's a 10-point lead and it drops to 6 while the subs are in, that's fine. But the reality is, in my opinion, I don't think the Memphis bench necessarily needs to be able to push a lead out versus another bench because I don't think their bench is that great I think their starters are pretty good I think their roster you know you have a pretty good balance right on their roster a couple of guys that can shoot and John Morant and Dylan Brooks obviously a couple of guys that are explosive you have some you have a center that's been there before and Jonas Valanciunas you have Jaron Jackson that is good defensively maybe gets you a few buckets he's averaging averaging something like 13 points a game this season which isn't bad but again the playoffs you're going to see everybody's averages kind of change right the best of the best their averages are going to go up slightly and everybody else's are going to kind of fall down why is that because well you need buckets and to get buckets, you're going to kind of rely more heavily on your guys to go get buckets. Not everybody can be like a Golden State team, which when they were making their runs, they had like Sean Livingston, who is, or, or Andre Iguodala come off the bench and, you know, pour in a few buckets for them. Like, you're going to rely more on your heavily scoring guys, which again, Clay Thompson and Steph Curry, and when they had Kevin Durant, those were the guys getting 70% of their points. It wasn't like Sean Livingston or Andre Iguodala was scoring 20 points a game or Draymond Green was scoring 20 points a game. They were just more there to kind of help out offensively, you know, help get Clay open, help get Steph open. And that's kind of what Memphis needs. They need guys that are going to help get Ja Morant open, help get Dylan Brooks open. If they can do that, then they're going to be fine. I, I see Memphis getting by the first the first series if, right, if their bench can maintain for them. And also if John Morant doesn't punch Patrick Beverly at some point. That's the other thing, which I understand it may or may not happen. I think John Morant is a really cool cat. I think he'll be fine. You guys let me know what you think of the Memphis Grizzlies. Are they going to actually be able to get by the Timberwolves? Like, that's a big question mark. And if they do get by the Timberwolves, can they make it past... A three seed? I don't know. Maybe. But uh, you guys let me know, and I will catch you guys in the next one.